The Daily Logos, Episode 8, The Beatitudes, Peace. Today we are going over the seventh beatitude. The seventh beatitude in Christ's Sermon on the Mount is about peace. Matthew 5.9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. The following information was taken from Augustine of Hippo's commentary. There is, in the inner person, a kind of daily quarrel. A praiseworthy battle acts to keep what is better from being overcome by what is worse. The struggle is to keep desire from conquering the mind, and to keep lust from conquering wisdom. This is the steadfast pace that you ought to develop in yourself, that what is better in you may be in charge of what is worse. The better part in you, moreover, is the part in which God's image is found. This is called the mind, the intellect. There, faith burns. There, hope is strengthened. There, charity is kindled. That's uh, incredible. It's exactly what it is because it's the internal battle represented in us the same way you see the battle between good and evil out in the world. And I would say that's the biggest misunderstanding that people have is like, when I say the words, I believe, I am automatically redeemed. And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. You have to sort through yourself. There are parts of you that have to go. You're supposed to start the process of sanctification. You're supposed to participate in the process of justification. And so what Augustine of Hippo, Hippo is saying is that you've got a praiseworthy battle, right? Like, Jesus wants to see you overcome the parts of you that need to be overcome in order for the image of God to shine through, right? And the way we do that is with the mind. And we talked about yesterday how the heart is sick and wicked and deceitful. And so Augustine of Hippo was tying in other aspects of Scripture here. It's, it's brilliant, really. And so what we're doing is we're denying the, desire, the sinful desires of the heart and we're clinging to our minds through Scripture. And it's something like the mind overcoming the heart because of knowledge of Scripture, right? So it's like we read what God's will is, we integrate it into our mind. Man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word uttered from the mouth of God, right? So we ingest that in our mind, and then we make a conscious decision to do what God's will is. Now, keep in mind, there can be peace and sin. Consider it pathological harmony that pleases the enemy. But that's not what Augustine of Hippo was saying. We must have peace developed within us without holding on to the world, without holding on to sin, without holding on to iniquity, and without holding on to lawlessness. The peace we seek is the Christian peace that is moral, ethical, and biblical. So the following information was taken from Cyril, Cyril of Alexandria Commentary. The peacemaker is one who demonstrates the harmony of scriptures, where others see only a contradiction, the Old Testament versus the New Testament, the law versus the prophet, one gospel according to another. So accordingly, when you have harmony, you're imitating the Son of God. He shall be called a son, having by his work grasped the spirit of adoption. So we kind of talked about yesterday with contradictions. You have to work through 
the misunderstandings. That's what Cyril is saying. Like you have to understand the harmony within Scripture, and you have to understand it's God's will. And if you never move past, I believe, and God is love, which none of that is true. Oh, excuse me, none of that is wrong. It's one hundred percent true. Not through the American lens, though, right? So we have to understand the Greek context of believe, because that's what the Bible was written, and we have to understand love aside from this pathological, Hollywoodized love that's shallow and superficial. And like I've mentioned in previous podcasts, the best, the best definition of love that I can find is to will the good of another, right? And we know through Scripture that only God is good. So... If only God is good, we look at that demonstration, we seek to bring others to Him, and it's because we love them. It's very simple, but American culture and Hollywood has just corrupted it. So here, again, we have to understand the difference between biblical and scriptural harmony. In order for us to accomplish this, we have to seek out the contradictions within ourselves and make sure we we set those things in order the way God wants us to do. So what, what our goal is, is to seek biblical harmony that is holy, not secular harmony that is sinful. Aside from the commentaries, let's see what else scripture says about peace. John 16.33 says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So, this is kind of a good question, right? When the enemy is trying to trying their best to rip things apart, do the people involved feel peace? Probably not. When Jesus swept blood because of stress in the Garden of Gethsemane, was there a feeling of peace? Uh, doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it, no. Okay, so what's our peace then? Our peace from Christ is the peace of mind given through the promise of salvation that we anchor our hope on when we give our life to him. Right? And all those things are tied together. You commit your life to Jesus Christ. He gives you the peace of his promise, and we anchor our hope on that. It's very simple. So we have to ask, though, Jesus says we're going to have tribulation. So does tribulation make us feel peaceful? No, of course not. Of course not. Tribulation does not feel peaceful. So what Jesus is saying is try to tough through the tribulation in this world and keep your eyes set on the kingdom of heaven. And let that vision on eternity with Jesus bring us peace. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And so Jesus is saying is, I'm giving you peace, but it's not the same world, it's not the same peace the world is giving you. So you've got worldly peace and you've got my peace. I'm giving you my peace, but it's not going to be the type of peace that you see in the world. So again, we have to understand, we have to pull those things apart. What is worldly peace and what is biblical peace? This verse ties exactly into what Cyril of Alexandria was saying, as well as Augustine of Hippo. And people may read scripture and think, well, what I'm doing may be sinful, but at least it's peaceful. I would rather choose peace than sin. Or excuse me, I would rather choose sin and be peaceful than fight against what's in front of me and overcome it with Christian virtue. The answer to that is, that's not the right answer. We're never supposed to give in to sin. And again, Satan and the world offers peace the same way Jesus does. Worldly peace is peace from Satan. Biblical peace is peace from Jesus. So let me give you an example of worldly peace or worldly order, right? So you wake up, 
You have your coffee. You watch some secular television, see what kind of drama is going on in the world. You return some e emails. You maybe scroll through some social media. You head into work. You do your job. You have lunch. You finish work. You go home. You have dinner. You get a shower. You watch TV. You play on your phone and you go to bed. So there's not an, a moment of your time dedicated to scripture, prayer, reflection, anything of Christ. Right? It's the it's the rabbit race. It's the it's the hamster wheel of the secular world. Now, is there peace? Yeah, of course. You're in a groove, right? Like your bills are paid. You're kind of like in this routine. Things seem peaceful and orderly, but that's not biblical order because our focus is put on the world rather than on Christ. So we really have to spend time each day focusing on our Christian duties and responsibilities, right? Like the mundane routine can bring about deadly spiritual complacency. So we have to keep watch. Just a few minutes of the Bible each day makes the Lord happy. It doesn't have to be a thesis paper on salvation every week. He just wants our attention, our effort, and our growth. He wants to see us participate in the process of becoming holy, which is the process of sanctification. He wants to see us struggle against sin and labor for him. So what we're supposed to do, to be sons of God, we must choose biblical peace and harmony, not worldly peace and harmony. We must choose the peace that Jesus offers in the face of tribulation, trials, and struggles, not cruising around on easy street, which is the peace Satan offers. Satan says give in. Christ says, stand firm. Satan says it's okay to sin as long as there's peace. Excuse me, as long as there is peace. Christ says, struggle against sin and establish peace. So there we go, right? Like, we are in a spiritual battle. It is crystal clear in Ephesians. The struggle that we have, we're in a spiritual battle. Satan's putting a bunch of thoughts in everybody's head. People are going with it. American culture, worldly culture, is, is almost as anti-biblical as it could be. It's all consumerism. It's rejection of authority. It's rebelliousness. It's lawlessness. It's decadence. It's sensuality. It's all the things that Christ rejects. God, God wants harmony, peace, but it has to be biblical harmony and peace. Right? So the idea is we Jesus becomes our Lord and Savior. Luke 6 says... Why do you call me Lord and not do what I say? Like, it's very simple, right? Like, the human condition, the human dilemma, people think people have changed from biblical times. I personally don't. I think the human condition is the human condition. Rebelliousness, iniquity, lawlessness, selfishness. So people like to do what they want to do rather than what they should do. But that's not the law of liberty. The law of liberty is to do what we should do, not what we want to do. And that is essentially the law of Christ, right? That's the law of Christ. I hope everyone has a great day. Fight the good fight. God bless.